0: Oh, so I leave all your troubles behind. yes it's fine, come kick it me in my, in my imagination.
1: Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, episode 34, the running podcast for the average runner. Uh, four of us in the house tonight, we've got Mr. Beachfront, Fraser Barden. good G'day spartan Sparling is back in the house again yeah i'm back and nathan
2: the mountain goat barden
1: is also with yeah.
2: us. but he's, he's gone for a bit of the mountain to the road what, what we're going to be now we have to be i can't be the mountain goat i'd have
3: to yeah road kill still be the mountain road kill <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome
1: yeah <laughs> hey um we've got a uh a bit of a extra podcast on the end so we'll sort of keep the first part not too long today but we uh, we put the uh, call out on the bonus show to anyone who's in London to contact us and we've got two guys that we had a chat to yesterday they're just about be lacing their shoes up getting ready to leave right now as we record this but we had a chat to Mike Walsh and um, Carl Batty. Uh, Carl Batty's a local guy but he's over in London for the marathon and um, Mike Walsh actually lives on the course. So good luck boys. We'll um, be catching up with them next week. So stay tuned to the end to, um, to hear their, um, about their preparations and stuff. It's going to be good to hear sort of two perspectives of the race from sort of different ends of the packs. One's a bit quicker and one's, oh, they're both pretty quick actually, but one's much quicker.
2: Yeah, I think 325 is still pretty quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. For still Mike good, and Carl's going. Still a good run. Hopefully sub 250. Um,
1: um or something he was going yeah. for.
2: Yeah. Uh, sorry, Carl. And Carl um, is, this would be his fourth major. So he's got two more to tick off. Uh, I think, was it Berlin and New York? Yeah, because he's done And then that would get him yeah. the six. You get a separate Boston. medal then. Yeah. He's done Boston and Chicago. So he's just got New York. And he's done Tokyo, so he's just got – he's doing London this weekend, New York and Berlin. And, and I must say, Carl's internet connection was terrible,
1: and we – it was like a real delay, so we spoke over him a few times. Um, so sorry about that, Carl, but we'll <laughs> – hopefully
2: next week – We won't we'll be in reaction.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just an accident.
2: It was really good to get two guys who – and, uh, you know, like Mike helped Carl out with helping him with how to get the tube – there, because there's been some train strikes in um, in England, and um, yeah, I don't know if they'll see each other, they might might pass each other. But imagine some. if they did, that'd be cool, eh? I I
4: hear the weather's not meant to be that great. For yeah, the, I saw uh, that
2: report
3: sh- this morning. So. Cool,
2: though, at least they might go for a fight, get a good, like Berlin was good for a good time, and the weather was sort of perfect for a good time, but... Yeah. it's the
3: actual attendance for something like the London Marathon, like actual participants. Massive, really, man, yeah. massive. <laughs> it's the big. Is it
2: one of the biggest in the world? Oh, it
3: have, oh, have to be. They're yeah. all very big, but it's that's. You get a lot of
4: fun, right? People doing it for charity, charity and
2: all that, didn't you?
3: Yeah. Sorry, phrase.
1: What'd
4: you say? One of the hardest marathons to get into. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
2: You hear that music but, and it just. But Mike, pumped, he hey. get a good little tip. He said, just apply to ten different charities. And so you yeah. get a fundraise And he's um, I'll say only, but he's fundraised six hundred dollars, six hundred pounds this year, which is about thousand, just over a thousand bucks, um, for a charity. And that's not easy at the moment, obviously with the cost of living issues and, and that, that we're all facing. But um he um he said just ride off to about ten charities and then he they gave him a spot for his partner as well i um, wow. he's got fundraising that. So, he, uh, yeah. The
4: money is raised. His employer, they he doubles. Doubles
2: it, yeah. Oh, that? uh, that's buy. good. My old employer used to do that. Whatever fundraising you did for events, they would double it. So, um, yeah, that's really good. Who's going to kick off the training this oh, week? I'll go because
1: I've done nothing. <laughs> I've just done <laughs> – oh, I've been swimming. Tough. I've been swimming. That's all I've been able to do. So, I've done, done I think, six half-an-hour swims.
2: Where's yeah. that? Is that the pool up at Northlake? So? No,
1: I've just been doing it at home. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Oh, it's been freezing. Well, I've, worn, I've worn a wetsuit twice.
4: Yeah, I would have put the wetsuit on,
1: mate. Yeah, yeah. It's really but you up
4: and down in and your pool. Your pool's up,
1: and, to... up and down, up and Seven down, meters, up and down. Isn't it? It's 10 metres long. Is it? So like, you can't even keep count. You're just turning. And just, <laughs> So I've just been doing half an hour.
3: <laughs>
4: you want to get one of those jet things, like say so you're swimming against the current. Oh,
1: yeah. so I, can't I can't. i, I it'd just blast me up against the wall. I can't swim that good. How's your How's your back been anyway? Oh, Since it's getting, uh, I don't. I don't want to jinx doctor. myself, but let's. Yeah, it's feeling better, but I don't. Since want to you saw that myself. good doctor. Yeah, Doctor Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's um. Let's hope it's on the mend. It's just like man with my back. When it heals, it's like such a slow. Process and like you, all you've got to do is just aggravate it, and then there's you just put yourself back a few more days, like it's just sucks. But anyway,
3: I think it's like that with everyone, Steve. Yeah, yeah, backs backs are pretty bad. It happens. What do you do? Yeah, Yeah. what
2: about
1: you boys? What have have you been up to,
2: Fraser? Where you at? I see you've been there. You've been gymming it, probably.
4: I've been, I've done nearly 50 Ks this week. Ooh, jeez! Um, yeah. um, Tuesday I did a tempo run, a few k warm up, three k faster pace, and then like warm down. That was nearly nine k. Um, Wednesday did a fifty minutes easy treadmill run. Oh, fifty minutes on a treadmill? Ow! Well, I did more than that today. I did an hour today. Jeez! Yeah, I did. And then Thursday I did a hill session just out up near the Albany Creek swimming pool. So mm. I ran out to there, got spooked by a magpie on the way out, <laughs> and then um, did a hill session and then avoided the run on the way back, went a different way. I didn't get spooked again. So that was over 10K, that run. That's good. And then yesterday I did an easy 8K. And then today I went to the gym, world gym at Brendale, and did Thirty minutes on the spin bike, and then did eleven k on the treadmill. So That's that was an hour, was it? An hour? Yeah, that was an hour two minutes. Yeah. How an long did it two. take you
2: to clean the treadmill afterwards with all that sweat? <laughs> actually,
4: well, I won't yeah, actually hurts. too bad. Is the aircon um, good? Yeah, it's really good. It's it's so nice because you're elevated up on the mezzanine floor, running, so it looks out all over the gym. Oh, yeah. Uh, Our gym's quite warm. EMF
2: the aircon day ain't great, so you still, which is good though, because these you don't you know you go oh my god it's freezing cold
4: because the, the gym's like so massive just a massive big shed it's yeah. um it's good air con in there and the fans and that are going and where i run at uh-huh. the end i've got the fan going on but no I, I had to clean the treadmills both sides ones next to me because that's where all the sweat was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you know
2: what i found I when i used to do crossfit i used to put uh, wristbands on
4: and that, as the sweat come down your
2: arms you would like, absorb, you know, like wouldn't get all on your hands on your grip. But oh, when you're oh, running, it comes oh, down your elbow, comes off your elbow, doesn't it? Oh, it comes off my elbow,
3: yeah. yeah. It comes from yeah. everywhere. On a treadmill, you just arms yeah, and yeah. legs and everything. I don't yeah, I, did,
4: oh. um, I did four sessions at the gym, like weights as well this week. Jeez, well, yesterday, I did... Um,
2: did you get any work done? Yeah. And then
4: <laughs> yesterday, I did a leg session. Well, my legs are aching a bit this morning. That's why I did thirty minutes on the bike just to loosen them up, and then did eleven k on the um, treadmill. So I felt alright. Yeah, right. really man, bad. you like, need you need a race. You need to exercise. this We keep should get up. Mount Glorious.
1: For I'm Mount doing, Glorious.
4: I'm not doing. I'm not doing trial races. Boy, do because uh, you
1: keep falling over. Get on the road. Get on. the am Get oh, a fun run or something.
4: I'll, yeah, I'll have a look. I've got the boys next week. Red run. I'll do part Eight point six k. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do bring part, the boys along. And they can give the medals out of there. Yeah, I'll do part run next Saturday with Samuel. Definitely. I've registered them all up now, so he's got... Which one are you going to do? Code, so. Which one are you going to do? I'll do North Lights because it's just yeah. three laps, so if he if he goes ahead of me, he can just keep running. Keep going, yeah.
2: <laughs> See if he can catch Uncle Nathan up.
4: So I'll get him to run with Chick or something. Yeah, yeah. Just behind <laughs> Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so pretty good week, really.
3: Yeah, and Lucas pretty... can
4: run with Matilda.
3: There we go. Yeah, there you go. That's a pretty yeah. good scene on the treadmill in there. All eh? right. Oh, so... man, that's dedication for you.
4: But um, yeah, I find it easier to run on the treadmill at the gym there than I do on the treadmill at home. The treadmills at the gym are so like good and easy to run on. I say there's more spaces. Yeah, a few more views to look at when you're at the gym. It like is definitely a
3: visual minutes. thing, isn't it? If you're just looking yeah. at a bloody wall or something. Yeah, it's, um, it's just wrong. Can you
4: put
2: your, like your iPad on your one at home and put like a yeah,
4: I'll do that, and sort of... then just runs through me not um, headphones and stuff. Yeah, I'll do that. But the yeah. the I was just listening to me um, Spotify at the gym, and then um, yeah, it just it went got quite quickly, so it was quite mm. good.
3: It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, pretty good week. What about your brother? What are you been doing, mate? I'm, um. Clocked up thirty k for the week, so
2: um I did like a five k round, a ten k run
4: Is that sea level or
2: a high altitude? No, that was a sea level. They're all at sea <laughs> level.
3: Uh, live you, high, train low. do you get any bonus? Did you get any bonus meters for high altitude or what?
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get, you get, you just get a bonus, uh bonus red blood cells, mate. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I did, um, well, I did my version of Deke's quarters, which I've, I've renamed Nathan's quarters. Uh, I did some 800, some 400s basically. Um, the, the mill. Yeah. Out of the mill. Yeah, yeah. Um, as it was, as the sun was coming down and, um, no magpies. Thank God. Um, there's an osprey nest there, isn't there? So I think the osprey would take out the, um, take out the magpies, you know, a good place to run, eh? It's not too bad, actually. Yeah, it's like it's not as as flat as, say, the one at Albany Creek near Fraser. But um yeah, oh, there's oh, a few oh, people oh. to more people to to sort of avoid. But yeah, it was good. I haven't done a I haven't done a um like a what do you call that? Like a interval session for yeah. so longer, uh, a longer a interval.
3: While. Yeah, a longer one too, isn't it?
2: So um yeah, it would it would be nice to have a go at. Like I'd definitely be stuffed, I think, after um doing a proper deep quarters with the with the running, you know, with the two uh, hundreds, you know, floating two hundreds in between. But um yeah, and then uh, park run um Saturday with um, with your dad, Steve, and um yeah, that's about it, thirty K for the week. Oh I've done a boxing class and a uh, and a gym session. So um, you know. There we go. My legs are still feeling it a bit from, I've still got a bit heavy leg, I reckon, from the marathon. And then my back's been a bit sore. I mean, I haven't been able to get out in the mornings to run because my back's too sore in the mornings, but come the afternoon, it's good. So, what's
3: anyway. your plan with the Alpha Flies? Are you going to use them in the park run or just stick with your, um, the.
2: I should really give them a go at park run to see if they make see me any faster difference.
3: than the Vapor Fly. Yeah, cause you wore your vapor flies on Saturday so again. So. Yeah,
2: and I just think I might give them a go. I just wore them again because I just like them. Um, I don't have to change the insoles or anything, but I'll yeah. give them, I'm going to give the Alpha Fly a go. I reckon this Saturday, and yeah. um, just see um, if they
3: make any difference. Cool, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, so that's me done. Yeah. What
2: about you, Spartan?
3: Mate, off the race this
1: morning. Off the back of 100K
2: a hundred K week.
3: Oh yeah, I got a ninety-one this week, so Ooh. smashing it. Uh, it's only because of holidays. I don't normally have this much time to do anything like that. But I had a rest day on Tuesday after the trail run. Uh, Monday last week went to Mapleton and did a trail run with Lachlan Moore. He um, took me out on, which is pretty much thirty-two k. Is out of that fifty k, is pretty much the trail part of it. I think the rest of it is to and from Mapleton itself along the. Um, the gravel road out to black hole yeah so to and from black the forest i think yeah the black hole 50 mm. so to and from mapleton i think it's 8k either side of that so that sort of works out roughly right so we did 34ks and then the other 16 makes up the 50 so to and from mapleton just along the the roads from mapleton um so we did the sort of more technical part of it i guess that was pretty cool it's a bit of a different sort of trail scene out there compared to sort of a nogger and everywhere else i've run a lot of single trail. So you're looking at maybe 400, 500 mil wide. Um, there was a lot of similar sort of thing to, we were we were talking about, um, what's that place up, where's that trail run up at bloody, the dam up in Landsborough there that we were talking about last week?
2: Oh, you and Mate, damn.
3: Yeah, you and Matt, you know, the mountain bike tracks there, how they got all the ferns and stuff through it. So it's pretty yep. sort of, sort of, sort of rainforest rich, I guess. And there's a lot of that through there. So a lot of single trails and some really sort of hefty climbs. Um, yeah, we did some pretty good elevation there. So 1,200 meters or something like that. And as well as like 34 Ks, it sort of took it out of my legs a bit after a big week of running the week before. Um, this week I did just a little bit of, sort of uh, training around home um not not sort of anything out of proportion but i think on um thursday so tuesday I had a rest day thursday i did um i went out to Bullocky's rest and just did a trail run just for something different just to sort of invigorate myself again after monday's go and that was just that's pretty flat out there really but um Pushed along, almost 13 k's, 5.15 a kilometer. sort of a harder effort than most of my normal trail sort of runs.
1: Hey, did your GPS go haywire, like, at
3: some point around there? Nah.
1: My nah. watch always goes bonkers one part
3: around Bullocky rest. Yeah, I've seen that on a few people's watches, oh, eh? Just...
4: Yeah, mine does too. Mine don't even really properly register. It yeah. says nah. it be like
3: 6.30 a k pace when I know I'm not. Yeah. Nah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It didn't drop out or anything. It just seemed to I think maybe because
2: there's a couple of areas where you sort of switch back a bit on yourself and it might just think you've cut across rather than gone.
3: Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I have had trouble in the past, but not in the recent year or so that I've been running there. But yeah, I have had it cut out in the past where it just, yeah, I don't know what happens. It just sort of shows you just like a straight line instead of following the trail. It'll just show a straight line from one point to the other, like almost like your GPS drops out and then picks up again. Yeah. I think it happened to you through one of your big events too, Nath. One of your um, trail events, the BTU or something. You dropped out, and then it picked up again. It might have been your yeah, trail marathon, for the BTU. Yeah,
2: that's right. When I was doing the Brisbane Trail Marathon, and I think that's when it's yeah. heavy, yeah.
3: heavy overgrowth. You know, like trees and stuff. I think it just drops out. I think just yeah. can't get I was actually
2: just looking through that, and I uh, I thought, oh, yeah, that's um, that's like what was that May? Mm. And so I'll definitely lock that in for if it's not too close to the Gold Coast Marathon yeah. that'd be the, the go it for is,
4: it's pretty shit though not like your GPS does because I went for a run yesterday through the Dawn Road Reserve over the mm. road where I live and it never picks it up properly like it yeah. tells you you're doing over 6 minutes a K pay. Mm. That, that, it resets itself when you're out on the open or out on the road or something
3: and then it, Man, it catches up. Catches yeah, up. and you get and then you get a quicker K. I've had that. Yeah, and all of a sudden I'm
4: running like four thirty a K when I'm not. I've been running the same pace I was running. I was running exactly.
3: In
2: yeah, yeah. In the Brisbane Trail Marathon, I lost um, good GPS completely and like I lost elevation, just crashed.
3: Yeah, and then picked it up again. I down my watch; it
2: didn't have any pace at all. So yeah,
3: something yeah. weird happened. I have seen a few people at Bullocky's, but it just could be the tree cover there. It's like I had heavy. the same
2: problem in France. It's just when my watch came up because I was like, oh, what's going on? I was getting lost. So I went to the phone and the phone said Garmin is currently like <laughs> unavailable. Like Garmin's out. Yeah. Like, please check back later. I was like, oh, I didn't have a clue where I'm in Belgium. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a clue which road I needed to get
3: home. Yeah. So I have that trail, that was pretty cool. Um, I uh, wore uh, an older pair of shoes. On Monday, my shoes had a blowout. They had a complete um, grip blowout. I talked to Saucony. So basically, uh, it let go. The glue let go on the bottom of my Peregrines. Um, and I have the sole. Can I have that tread, please? No, nah, they're in the bin, mate. They split. So when I've like when they've let go, there was no glue, and there's a big patch, probably about the size of a tennis ball, that let go. And when I've kicked a rock at the end of the trail on on Monday, it's obviously split it. So then it's basically cut the the tread on the bottom.
2: Yeah, but can I use it to stick them to me um, old pair of Kayanos?
3: Oh, not anymore. They're in the tip. Oh my! God. <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> so yeah, I talked I to them, them and they them. give me they give me discount off a new set. So I end up getting um a purchase a week that will come up later a new pair of. How long you had the shoes? Uh since January. I bought them after oh. beer at daybreak so which is late december and i got them january oh, well, to, it was
2: too long for them to, to yeah they said 90 days
3: they said anything sort of um sort of breakdown like that in 90 days they'd have a look at it but not not this time so i talked to customer oh, service as well they didn't did you argue they said the them? same thing yeah I had a bit of an argument with them they, they could offer me a discount off a new set so that's why i took them i ordered them one in the afternoon they come from bloody like, new south wales i got them the next morning after the trail run on thursday so, yeah. it's really quick turnaround for delivery. Uh, I did a road run Friday, 11k park run Saturday with a warm up, warm down. It's about 8.4. And then today I did a fun run out at Marsham. Is it Marchant park? Yeah, Marchant park? Marchant Park. Marchant Park. It's a 3k loop of the park just outside Champside Shopping Center car park on the corner of Murphy Road and Gympie Road. Uh, there was a bit of roadworks there. So, it was supposed to be a 500 meter out and back to the start and then three full 3K loops, but they changed it to four 2.5K loops because of um, pathway works up the top end. Quite a hilly course, 143 metres over 10K. Mm, so not a, not a flat 10K effort. No, pretty yeah. hilly
1: that around that park, eh?
3: Yeah. Good place um, to run just if you want to do an easy
1: run, run around the park, but not this time of year. It's notorious for swooping five. birds, yeah.
3: I don't think with the amount of people that I didn't come across any birds there, but anyway, um, that was for the, um, the pink elephant charity. That's for infant loss. Um, basically for people trying to have kids and early infant loss and miscarriages. So basically a really good charity, I think for a lot of people who have come through this. Um, I myself lost the son when he was five and we had multiple miscarriages after trying to have another kid. So for me, it hits pretty hard. So um, to go on along and see, there's a lot of emotions there today. I'm not going to go into too much much depth, but obviously a lot of people running have had issues as well. So kind of a big event. They had a lot of people. There's roughly between about 40 and 50 people for each wave. There's like the 10K um, competitive and there's also 10K walk run. Um, So people that weren't doing competitive, but just wanted to complete the distance. And then they had a 5K, same, same. And then they had a... 3K walk at the end for people that didn't want to run, so which included Pete with prams and kids, obviously. So, and all up, I reckon there's probably about 200 people. Yeah, everyone. There was no medals. It did say on the website, but I wasn't going to ask for a medal after all that. And um, they gave you a bottle of water as you crossed the finish line out of an esky full of ice, and said go grab a you know some brekkie, and they had a coffee van there, so that was pretty cool. And all the proceeds went to um the charity itself, I think. Um. Kedron Wavell picked up the whole bill for the organization. He said at the end before we um, left, they picked up the whole bill for the day. So that makes their setup time and people that they were going to pay and everything, that all got taken care of by Kedron Wavell Services. So um, sure, that's, that's good. That's pretty cool. Eh? So that's, that would have saved them a fair bit of money as well. So everything basically on the day that was purchased outside of that um, went towards the charity itself. A few of us went. There was a few people from the local park went. And we um took out a few of the ten positions in the uh, top ten positions in the um in the in the bloody, what do you call it, competitive ten K. So Daniel O'Hara got second place. Um Good run. another fellow, Chris Reed, got fourth, I got fifth, and and Chris Curtis that did the Sandgate um group run for the podcast, he I think he came in ninth. He should um, be
1: the big unit.
3: Yeah, just under forty-nine minutes. That's pretty good for a, a hilly ten K too. Bloody good. good. Yeah.
4: Time do you get, Steve?
3: Uh, just under forty-seven. Pretty terrible, really. But yeah. Oh, hilly course, mate. Yeah, it was long. long run. I guess the extra little bit it was ten point three four, I think. Most of us got just over ten point three, so slightly long. But that was just due to a late change in the course. So I don't think yeah. that was that was out of their sort of boundaries that it was originally supposed to be. 3k laps and it just got changed at the last minute so i'm guessing they just had a bit of a a guess at where to go so well done mate fifth place is good yeah so i might just zip in straight into those trail shoes i was talking about um just before i did the guzzler i bought the endorphin trail shoe which is um kind of a new
2: sole matches your singlet mate
3: yeah i know look at that right it's kind of a big stack they sort of all the shoes lately have gone into the trainers they've all gone to a huge stack height as you can see that's probably very similar to the last Um, yes very similar to steve's hokers i guess for the the height of the the stack and then today this is the, the new version of that it's an endorphin trail it's roughly 60 gram a shoe lighter and it's a carbon plated shoe is these
2: the replacement that okay, that you got?
3: No, it's just the top end of it now. So yeah, yeah. So they offered me a percentage off the Discount price of the yeah, new one, yeah. and basically I just went, oh well, I'm just going to get whatever. Is they the got
2: foam it. is the foam lighter? Is that what the foam looks like? It could
3: be lighter. It's the same as same flight foam as they got in the Endorphin series. So okay. this is basically a trail version um, of the Endorphin shoes. So the Pro, I guess this is the carbon plated Pro, but with the trail grip, pretty much it's the got same.
2: carbon carbon plate and the, the one the yellow ones what have they got in them um just
3: plate. just the nylon plate so two-thirds yeah and this is a full um it's a new plate so it's basically designed for going uphill and downhill so it has a rear downward plate for going downhill for braking as well as a push-off plate for going uphill and on the flat so something different i haven't tried yet um adam leishman He's one of the guys that promotes our show bit. He bought them as well and he had a run in them today just on he reckons it's just like running in a, a four-wheel drive version of his um running shoes. <laughs> oh, we'll so we
2: it. um I better do a bit more altitude training there if I've got to uh, keep up with you for Mount Glorious Maybe, race. Maybe not. Don't you, know, might as well roll,
1: get... you might as well roll into your purchase, Nath. Seeing as Steve just did his.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my purchase of the week was two thousand one hundred dollars of Whoa. a um altitude training machine. And Fraser's shaking so, his head. So I can set the altitude anywhere from like uh oh, zero up to I think it goes to well oh, about nearly seven thousand meters of elevation. So um I've done a fair few hours this uh this week since I've had it and um yeah I've just been setting it at about two and a half Uh, a thousand meters um above sea level and sitting at home working from home or in front of the tv where um having it on and uh yeah hopefully that's going to make some difference and i've got a i'm wearing it on my finger now just the um that uh, tells me what my heart rate is and also my oxygen saturation so it's interesting when you have the the machine i said i'm 99 percent um Oxygen saturation, my blood at the moment, but when I've got the machine on, it goes down. I I try and get it down below 90. So I tweak the machine to get that down below 90. That I make a um, my body will then respond by going, Okay, well, needs to adapt more More red blood cells needed. So, um, and that's what what living at altitude does for you, you know, because the air is thinner, yeah, and um, yeah, it's um.
3: How does that make you feel?
2: Oh, mate! I accidentally went to about six thousand meters. Didn't realise the, the the machine because it takes a there's a bit of a lag time, and, it, mm. and I was getting, sitting here getting a bit lightheaded, and I was like, "Hang on a minute!" And I went and checked. I was at night. I was at, I was at uh, six thousand meters above sea level. <laughs> I was there, it was getting a bit thin. I was like, Ooh. "So yeah, just made a few." But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, you know. One hell
3: of a purchase. What yeah. are your what are your thoughts, Frazier? You're shaking your head there. He's don't
2: he's not into it, is he?
3: I don't see the point. <laughs> <laughs> Straight
2: up. You don't see the point. Well, it's like Elliot. Well, I, do, I do if, you're, level, an elite, I do if you're an
4: elite athlete and they go away altitude training because they're just looking for that extra bit of
2: Yeah, but how about all the people who are born and live at altitude? Like, you know, the cyclists and Elliot. And all the all these African runners that come over and they've been born and living at an altitude. Yeah, they're this... elite athletes. i still going still gonna help. Like, what, what's the point of wearing yeah. a alf Why's the point of wearing an alpha, Us wearing what, an alp fly?
4: What's the, what, what what are you gonna achieve out of it?
2: Well, well I'm gonna be you're able gonna to run do, faster. you do
4: a trail race, where a 20k trail rate, trail race is different from another 20k trail race. And you do seven hours in one, and you might do six hours fifty in the other. You can't go. Oh, I improved by 10 minutes.
2: Because but it of will me, do for my marathon times.
4: Because of me thing. Right.
2: It will do for my marathon times, huh?
4: Yeah, we, just right. marathon time. we need to train at altitudes. Not nah. sit there with a mask on.
2: Live high, train low. What are your
3: thoughts,
4: Willie? This is a brawler of Train hard. No, but it's not, it's not, not, but it's not
2: about uh, train Train hard, is it? It's like you've got a, the 80-20 rule of... Uh, of you know, you run at a lower lower rate and then you do twenty percent of your training at a high rate.
4: I saw
1: you. I reckon like, you could have just spent two grand on shoes and run more. Right, yeah. <laughs> you gotta
2: run more, but like um, you know, how how am I gonna increase my red blood cell count other than going and living at altitude, which you can't. It... So I've done the equivalent of living at altitude. It's a lot cheaper than even taking a four week holiday to go and uh, be in Boulder, Colorado and live it and train for Four four weeks, I can sit at home in the comfort of my own home for two grand. So
4: I don't see any rec- recreational runners going trading at high altitude just to improve their park run by ten seconds. Three hundred bucks on a pair of shoes to improve their park run time. They so do. Um, do they, they do
1: running those. trips to Kenya now. Yeah, yeah, I know right. yeah, yeah.
2: Wouldn't mind doing one of them. Yeah,
4: that'd they, be
1: good. Anyway, let's jump into local legend. Um, this week's local legend. You can check out his full story on uh, episode twenty-eight. His name's Neil Wood. He's in his fifties, and he just ran two fifty-seven in the Melbourne Marathon. So that oh, deserves a shout out. Well done, Neil. Oh, Neil. N- nice guy. Nice. Um, takes his running seriously, and it's good to see him have a have a good run like that. So, congratulations, Neil. Well done. Other couple of. Um, couple of shouts do you want to do them steve steve and butcher and uh liam
3: um yeah liam can, liam mccarthy um he did a 257 at the melbourne marathon he yeah, has a pretty cool story though him and a, one of the guys he was running with run the first 28 or 29 k's at 420 pace which is below that's that's um probably like three 10, hours just over 10, three. 10 pace is it oh, but he did the yeah. first 29 K and um, shuffling backwards and forwards with a, someone pacing. They are pacing each other every three Ks. They'd swap for 28 or 29 Ks. And then the last part of it, he sent it at sub 350 pace and ended up getting a PB two hours, 57 minutes, which is pretty nice. cool. I don't know. I, it, you look at it on the Strava stats and it looks weird because the whole first 29 Ks is just like like a robotic, Kilometers because obviously they're pacing each other and going, we're sticking to this, pacing this pace. When they got to that 28 29k mark, they just went for it. And there's um some quicker K's and some different K's, but pretty much I reckon that last part of that run, the last 13 K's, was probably at like, yeah, probably sub 350 a kilometer line.
2: What? Uh, what's 420 a K, Steve? Did you it's
3: see 303? I think, yeah. Okay. So they're taken five minutes off that, yeah. Crazy, yeah. Hey? It's a pretty good outcome for the, the way he runs. He, he, um, leading up to this, too, he had a bit of an injury, too. So, um, he's been strapping his knee. I think he's had like some sort of strain. The bottom end of your knee, what's that? The ligament across the front of your knee. I'm not sure. Oh, well, that's patella, is it? Your patella tendon. It? Well,
2: patella tendon. Patella yeah. tendonitis, but it, 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 links up to your TFL runs like right down your So, I'm pretty, your there, yeah.
3: Imagine. So, I'm pretty sure he hasn't done. You know the same training as everyone else either, because he's coming off an injury from the last probably six or seven weeks. Um, way back, I'm not sure how long ago, he asked where do I get these um salkanes, and he had a go at them. He got the pros for a parkrun and PB, and then since then he got bloody some sort of injury. So that and he was in the middle of marathon training, obviously for Melbourne. So, and I think just seeing him run probably the last two weeks. He hasn't done the bulk running that everyone else, but obviously he just went with it today and Mm -hmm. somehow early come out. Trump sub three hour. It was a really good time too. We've got phrases in the um, phrases,
2: got the Adidas super shoes. Steve's uh, Spartan's got the um, Ciccone super shoes. And Steve and I are in the um, Nike super shoes. So it's a good old uh, battle
1: going on there. Yeah. Yeah, and check the Instagram as well. I put a post up there with um, Paula Ratcliffe's world record, and I was curious to what, what everyone thinks mm. she could run in a pair of super shoes. So check she'd that beat out. The
2: world, she'd beat the world record that it is now. Was it 214 something? And
1: it, the world yeah, world. I'm not 100% sure that. Yeah. We did talk about that. But, yeah, it'd be just interesting to see what, difference that would have made or what do you what does everyone think mm. the difference would be in a pair of like alphas or Siconis mm. or ASICs like you know the new every major brand's got a super shoe. Wonder what
2: difference it would have made. You know, you gotta wonder because man that's even so if quick. you gave her a even if you gave her a second per kilometer, it's still going to take forty two seconds off. If you mm. took it at the minimum like even two even like two, three seconds, she's still gonna knock mm. some time off her uh, Paula,
4: I think she was, uh, Paul Radcliffe was sponsored by uh, ASICS, weren't she? So she oh, would yeah. have
3: She'd be in the, the meta speed sky. Yeah. Is that still similar to the Alpha Flyer? Yeah, but
2: unless Nike yeah. phone you and say, here's a better deal, you go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you soon <laughs> jump <very> shit.
3: <laughs> when you posted that on Saturday, I did some quick maths. These are so 4% of the actual total time accumulative in um, seconds. It ended up being like 325 seconds. So it yeah. works out to be five minutes and twenty five seconds. So after Shit. two hours fifteen twenty fives, it brings it back to two ten even. So there'd be something oh. where it, between it two had, ten it and two fifteen. So yeah. still quicker than the the world record at the moment, if in a pair of super shoes, anyway. If she even if she went half that, you're looking at 2, 12, 30 something. Yeah. So and Fraser's is right. Like uh, he posted you know just over around that two and a half seconds per is it per 2, kilometer? point three. 2.3 seconds per, per kilometer minute. At per minute is it per minute is it yeah there you go so yeah mm. and and also we worked out for a 21 minute park runner four percents roughly 50.2 seconds so yeah wow. 52 seconds yeah so you're looking at roughly taking almost knocking a minute off a 21 minute park runner so insane eh? we didn't we didn't shout Stephen butcher either but he ran a, he had a
1: blinder down at melbourne run 2.47.22. Huge yep. PB. So well done, Stephen. He's a uh, real top local runner.
3: Morton Bay Roadrunner. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was the best of the group that went down. I think six of them or seven of them went down and they all run together. So that's flying.
1: Red run plug. Yep. So, <laughs>
3: <yeah>.
2: <laughs> Don't forget, um, nah. everyone, yep. we've got, um, as uh, some of you may know, I'm the race director for... The Remembrance Day Red Run, so Remembrance Sunday, which is the Remembrance Day is the eleventh November, but that's on a Friday, so it's it's this year officially uh, Remembrance Sunday is uh, Sunday the sixth of um, November, and we'll be at inaugural Reservoir. So just go to type in Red Run or type in Trek to Health um, dot um, com and um, look up the Red Run. It's free to enter. We just asked if you can uh, try and raise $75. Um, you get uh, a buff and a really uh, unique uh, poppy finishes uh, medal. Um, probably metal medal. Um, and uh, so if um, it looks looks good up on, on the wall. Um, and coffee and burgers um, free. So um, come along, good family atmosphere. You can walk, run or jog. So um, yeah, if, they, if your kids are old enough, want to go for a i walk with you around the, uh, the reservoir, some beautiful wildlife there. Um, yeah, come along. It's not too early a kickoff. It's after we've done the dawn chorus, um, we have the bugle pay. It's uh, about 7.15, 7.30 we kick off. Um, so, yeah. Come yeah.
1: I'll be there with the camera and the drone vlogging it. So, if you want to get on film, be filming everyone from the, you know, front runners to the backpackers putting that on youtube so and there's just a video on youtube on there,
2: if you just type in red run on my youtube channel there's um there's a video from last year so
1: we have, yeah. have a photographer and stuff like that there
2: no not usually no there's there isn't um there isn't that but look all the money does go it's, it's for charity so it's a free to free for people to come Um, so you know, imagine being a paramedic and you turn up some really bad car crashes. And we've got friends that are paramedics, you know, and going to see some, uh, you know, they're doing shift work, having to deal with drunk people having fights as well, and um, some horrific uh, car crashes and accidents where people actually die. You know, imagine that, and that can really affect you mentally. So, this is a free service for them. To go to trek to health and um, and that so mate th-
1: those guys and nurses have got to be the most underpaid jobs I reckon like the some of them I worked with a guy who like used to be a angels.
2: paramedic and he um in a, in in an ambulance and he said something, he used to tell me oh we would go past him. he goes oh I'll turn up to a guy here on a motorbike went over the top of a Ute landed on his backside and all this kind of thing stories you tell you and yeah. you're just like oh yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I was here, there, this it's caravan horrific. got hit, hit the back of it. Yeah, it's like some really bad stuff. You think the stuff that he's seen. So, um, yeah, it can can affect you.
3: Speaking of injuries, just looking at you on camera, have you copped a hit to the face or something? you got like a, a line across your nose. And me? Yeah. No, anyone like else see shadow, that? Mate. That'd be the shadow.
2: The shadow, the beautiful nose. <laughs> Shut- I- I don't. Been whacked a few times.
3: Yeah, I just thought you might have copped something with know, the yeah. boxing class. One of the girls got you. Uh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> hey, I just one
4: of the horses might kicked him. Yeah. <laughs> I just
1: thought um, we didn't have anything for story time, but I've actually got a little story time from um, from the London Marathon. It's not very, not a, not a very long story. Yeah, it's good timing. But um, you actually spoke about it last night because we recorded the um, the interview with the boys last night. That. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about it was '98 phrase. Yeah, we went up to watch, and it was um your dad, yeah, my dad, and a couple of the Aussie guys 55. come over. That
2: was 55.
1: He come over, yeah, they come over and all did the marathon, and we went up Robson. and watched.
2: Did not Robson do it?
1: Yep, Robson was there. Uh, maybe Andrew Strickland. There's a few of them that did it. Um, that would have been a good trip for them. But yeah, when when we actually went and watched, I think we were jumping on the tube, getting from you know place to place but you couldn't get to like
4: to I, think, I think i know the story that you're gonna
1: no 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 but i've just thought of exactly the same thing as what you <laughs> <laughs> No, but that was a different time that was a different time oh,
4: that, no, that, that was a way with justin wasn't it
1: <laughs> yeah 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 we're on the tube in the middle of, i don't know no idea where i was and everyone jumped off the tube and the door shut and i was like stuck <laughs> stuck in there like going <laughs> Help! I mean, like,
4: <laughs> no, no, you were stuck out on the platform because you got out. You thought we were getting out because oh, it? Of people, oh, were, stuck of people on it. were rushing out of the uh, of the subway, yeah. and so you got off. You got off, and then you didn't get back on again. And then, put the the the, the, the door was yeah. shut, and the train started going, and we were just like, and we just like, Steve, just we get off at the next light. The next stop, I thought... you just get the next train and we get off and all like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best like, thing to do. Steve looked like worried as anything. I like, thought never... I was
1: stuck on the train and the door shut. <laughs> and then we managed to get the doors to open.
4: <laughs> <But>
1: I remember <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, where am I? Like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> but no, that wasn't it was <laughs> oh, wow. like we were jumping on and off the tube to get to the like to the uh places to look. And I remember when we did get to most places, you couldn't you couldn't get anywhere near the road to see because it's like you know, sometimes like ten to people deep, like yeah. cheering. Like you couldn't even get near enough to see the runners. But then we did get to um we got to one part where the crowds are a bit thinner and we were we were stood there watching and we were like cheering people on it. Probably it was probably sort of around runners that were probably running about two forty, like so, you know, not elite but like really good runners. And um a group run past and a girl ran past us and she was wearing like all black, like black bike pants and black sort of crop top and as she ran past us i turned to you fraser and i don't know if you remember this i remember it as clear as day. i turned to you and i said look she's fell over in mud and then we kind of like looked at each other and like you realize there's no mud on the course here and she'd <laughs> yeah. like she would just shit completely herself. shit herself and <laughs> just obviously she was on track for a pb and just went no, I'm not stopping, and just kept running. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was like, whoa, there are They are they're actual toilets, aren't there? They put them out, Port losing that four people, but it must be hard. You yeah. oh, I might leave that one to come back for the next one.
1: Yeah, they only had about five k to go or something. And you, yeah. you think yeah. um, oh. she, must, she must have just not uncommitting? Yeah. I'd have probably done the
2: same. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think I'd I just I just you
1: know well, there's that one,
4: isn't things. there one at that that one of Paul Ratcliffe like side of the road squatting down? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
1: I've seen that on YouTube. Yeah.
2: It's just unfortunate, isn't it? Online that, forever. That, that's the good thing about trail races. You don't have to worry <laughs> just about it. You can just, just duck in and just bang and yeah. You're all right. Until <laughs> I've got that drone up there following you. <laughs> 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 The only thing is, there's no like this there, take your own toilet roll, yeah, yeah, but
1: um, yeah, oh, cool. Should we roll into um, the boys from yesterday? Yeah, yeah, for let's sure. do that. yeah awesome. All right, boys, all right. we'll um, we'll catch you's next Enjoy week Enjoy the London Marathon, yeah, let's go watch it. It's just about to start, yeah, well, awesome. all right, awesome. cheers, cheers, boys, Bye. see you later. We are crossing live to London. Got probably what do you got there in England, Carl? You got one day, twelve hours before your race.
2: Yeah, about. So what's the time? uh, The clocks changed tomorrow as well. Just to mess everyone else up, I'm sure there's going to people going to miss the start.
1: It's just
5: after 9 a.m. But um, so I go at 9:57 a.m. tomorrow. Um, The biggest challenge here though is the uh, the rail strikes that are on. That's threatening everyone getting to the start. That's today's news.
2: (laughs) Oh (laughs) no, really? How far have you got to go to get to the start?
5: About eight kilometres, so it's a bit far for a warm-up job.
2: Yeah.
1: Just <laughs> just a bit. Mate, yeah. what's the that was one that gonna be like my main question to you. Like what's the buzz like over there at the moment? I'd love to be there. Must be um yeah, the atmosphere must be pretty cool around that part of the world.
5: Oh, the buzz of a major marathon is like nothing else. It's just absolutely fantastic. You know, so yeah, the energy from from the crowd that you get, you know, the feeling about being part of something great is just Unbelievable! I'm not sure if you guys have run majors before, but it's absolutely incredible. So tomorrow will be a real special day.
1: Is this the first time you've done the London Marathon? Yeah,
5: this is the first um, time I've done London. I've done Tokyo. I've done Boston. I've done Chicago. This is my fourth major. So I'm trying to do the six. I'm trying to do the six before they add either Sydney or Cape Town. That's the male over here. Either Sydney or Cape Town will be the seventh major, but I've got to get my six done before that happens.
2: I was just see. I just awesome. heard about that. I was watching something on YouTube about you know when you once you do all the six majors, you get and then get a medal which has got like six little medals round it. Um, yeah. together. You do. Yeah. You do. You get something else yeah, when you so start. Go to start it. There's something to do with when you go to start it as well. Start your sixth and final one. They know it's your sixth one for I don't know how, but uh, they do. There's there's they something do. I forgot what they there was something on it about how you um. Oh, you get acknowledged or something at home?
5: Yeah, you log you log into the. I, I actually, fortunate. I, I work for Abbott, who sponsor the World Majors. So um, okay. you actually log into a, a website and ready to see your details, and then it it tracks you across the six majors. Co- COVID put a dampener in my quest though, because I'd, I'd be done by now if it wasn't for COVID. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. It's funny you work for Abbott because I use the Libre Two uh, tester because Fraser and I are both type one. Oh, so um Oh yeah. okay. It's a it's a it's so good having that on um for when you do like an ultra or a big race like a marathon because you can just tap and yeah, see okay. what your blood sugar is doing and you don't have you know, so you you've got a warning that your blood sugar is gonna start to go low. Um so yeah, yeah okay. great technology. Okay. I don't know if you're oh, involved right. with any of that or
5: no, I'm not. It's a, a ginormous company. But I'm fortunate that's that's how I got into London because London and Tokyo are the two most difficult majors to get into. London's hard and Tokyo is as well. Yeah. Okay. London's got this crazy rule where I, I've, I've run the qualifying time to get in. I'm a UK citizen, but you've actually got to um, live in the UK to actually qualify yeah. that way. <laughs> so I, I offered to pay my uncle's electricity bill for a quarter and pretend I lived in the UK to get in. But, <laughs> but I, I didn't have to do that.
1: because uh, Awesome.
2: So you Mate. got in through work? Is that how you, you your um, process?
5: Yeah, I got in through I got into Abbott. Yeah, they get a certain amount of spots, and I'm fortunate to get one of them.
2: Oh, that's great! Which is really exciting. I bet there's a lot of yeah. people put their hands up for that all over the world.
5: I it's, yeah, a lot of people around, around the world put their hands up to do it. Um, but um,
2: yeah, when the push comes to shove, and they get chosen, not everyone decides they want to do it.
5: So they go they go to a waiting list and. Especially um, if you're in I Australia a and exactly.
2: you've got to you've got to fly to the other side of the world and then sort out accommodation, it starts the you know the uh, the um it starts adding up, and then you're like it's yeah it's yeah. yeah yeah. So I, I
5: got
2: into Chicago that way, I got into Tokyo that way as well. So well yeah. okay, we might have to pull some strings to if we want to do any um, other other marathons other. Than than London, <laughs> <laughs> I still Carl. Carl. <laughs> will be on to Carl. <laughs> have, you, have you guys? Have
5: you guys run any
1: majors? Have you run any majors yourself? No, I mean no. I've watched London a few times, but yeah, never run it. No,
2: I've um, my my brother uh, Spencer. He organises the elites for the London. So um, yeah, he was just in Berlin as well, and he helped um, Elliot do the one fifty nine. That's where I'm wearing my one fifty nine t shirt at the mm. moment. Yeah, um, good. But, um, really? yeah, he's he, um he got me a spot for 2024. So a bit of training and a bit of planning yeah, and a bit of saving um for that. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll, um, I think I'd be stupid not to take him up on the offer. So, um, yeah.
5: I oh, just like, like I was saying before, that the buzz and the energy on the course is like, it's unbelievable. As you go over Tower Bridge, as I go over Tower Bridge, tomorrow, you done it before? it'll be four or five deep. Have you
2: no, before, I haven't done it before. No, okay. It's crazy because we've always watched it on TV and, you know, it's just, it's mad all the way around, not, you know, for the whole race. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is. It is. So. And we must welcome to the chat, Mike Walsh from London. Mike's my, uh, what would you be, my second or third cousin? Yeah. I think
0: my mum's, my mum's your cousin,
1: right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Second cousin. Yeah. Yeah. How's your training been going?
0: Yeah, it's been going pretty good. Um, I work nine to five, Monday to Friday. So I've been trying to like, you know, I know you guys are are working full time as well, but trying to squeeze it in outside of the office time has been been pretty tough. But luckily, where I am in London, there's plenty of canal runs, park runs that I can do around here. So it's been going pretty good. Yeah, I've cranked up the mileage. Tried to really slow down on the long runs, which is different from my prep for last year, which we can talk about uh, a bit later um, as well. But yeah, there's some good signs. My 5K times dropped significantly. Um, and there's just other good signs around how fresh I'm feeling. So yeah, the training's been going pretty well. Pretty well. Who knows what's going to happen on the day? A marathon's one of those things. You never know. A lot of things have to slot into place. But yeah, all signs are looking pretty good at the
4: moment. What time are you aiming for, Mike?
0: Uh, Well, last year, I had a shocking second half to the marathon at around 337. Uh, This year, I'll be aiming for 325.
1: What splits are you going to uh, run to do that? 453s. Yeah.
0: Uh, It's kind of of hard to judge. I've been trying to uh, sort of slot in 5K segments. You know, say I'm running a 20K long run, something like that. I've been trying to slot in, you know, those 5K segments at marathon pace just really low heart rate for 15k and then cranking out to marathon pace for the last five, just to try and get used to running at that, at that tempo. Yeah. But I think that's, that's well within grasp. So let's just see how it goes. I'll be starting in around 24 hours, 24 and a half hours. So I start
2: the wave to 10 AM tomorrow. And the clock's change, don't they? Just to miss everyone. Huh? Uh,
0: not for us. I think they change on the last weekend of October. Oh.
2: So, okay. no, not, not oh, here. It's not tomorrow then. Okay, it might be. It's uh, Queensland. Yeah, no, it's just Australia uh, no, tomorrow. Uh, oh, you're lucky then. Yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking the. You um...
0: panicked me a bit
2: there. <laughs> 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 That's all right, man. There's just that adrenaline rush now. You don't need it for tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Have
2: you run it before? Oh, you've you run it last yeah, year? Yeah. Got the old
0: uh, T shirt oh, from last year. Yeah. How did you get so... in?
2: Mike, how did you manage to, to get your ticket there?
0: Uh, well, I, I, was, I was listening, and it's, you're right, it's really difficult to get in through the ballot. And I was, I was hearing Steve talk about that with, with Tick as well on the London Marathon bonus thing. A little bit of a tip for anybody that's trying to get in, and this is what I did. So I I'd applied through the ballot before. Choose 10, 10 charities that you you know, you know can relate to the cause and you're interested in running for that cause. Just fire them off emails. Just say, look, you know, I'm looking for a London Marathon place. If you've got any spare, let me know. Uh, I'll be raising money for you. This is the ways that I want to raise money through, you know, whatever it is, fundraising park runs, bake sales, you know, the, the stuff. And then, yeah, I've got about three, three offers from charities to run um, and chose one. So I'm running with, for Children with Cancer UK. I ran for them last year. This year, um, they emailed me back and they said, do you want to do it again? And uh yeah, I reluctantly said, Yeah, I'll, I'll do it again for the second second year as well. And then they also offered my my missus a place as well. So oh. there's clearly there's clearly charities out there that have got spaces. It's just it's just firing off emails, doing a how bit much, of research.
2: How much money have you raised?
0: Last year I raised about just over a grand, so thousands yeah. uh, GBP. You can do the conversions, not sure what that is in, in Aussie dollars. Uh this year I'm up to about
4: these just double yeah. it, I think. <laughs>
0: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the pounds, the pounds, pounds falling off the cliff. So it might be even worse than that at the moment. Right, but, yeah, um, yeah I'm up to about six hundred quids uh, this year, but my employer doubles it, so it's always nice to to yeah.
2: know that. So yeah. So Mike, we'll introduce you to Carl here. Um, he's got a new. You can just see a New Balance. If you stand sort of stand up, you see he's got an Abbott T-shirt on. He's actually from not far. Uh, we're all in a very similar part of Brisbane. On the yeah, north side, there yeah. we go. Yeah, and, and he's over. He's actually <laughs> born in the UK, but over there doing the the marathon as well. we um, we've gets a place through? Uh, luckily, working for Abbott, so um, you, oh, you nice. may bump into each other tomorrow. Who knows? You know, <laughs> like you yeah. might see you, Mike. All, yeah, all the best. Hope go really well. Yeah, is it going to be your
0: first one?
2: Yeah, first London Marathon for me. Yeah, Carl's after the China. How many? If you how many of the other majors have you done? I've done. Three me, I've done three. Yeah, yeah. Three of the majors. So like, he's going for the six. I don't know if you know about the uh, the six majors. Yeah, yeah. It's um, a like, of fair play. God, that's some, a lot of travel and a lot yeah. of dedication. To- Tokyo's on the
0: Tokyo's on the bucket list for sure. That would be unbelievable. You ran that then, Carl as well.
5: Yeah, that was my, that was the first one I did, Mike was Tokyo.
0: Yeah. Nice, very nice. Well, the atmosphere. Yeah, I don't amazing know. I mar- amazing one. marathon. Yeah, London's great. I'm sure you'll see it. in The atmosphere, definitely. You know, it's true what they say. They do get you through the last, the last five k. You can't hear yourself speak yeah. at the times. It's absolutely mad. Yeah, um, I've got loads of family coming up um, as well, so it should be pretty
4: good. Yeah, I went. Um, Boston, but
2: Boston's done it. Me and life.
4: Nathan, our oh, dad's done it before. Uh, what year was that? Um, I was working in London then, so would about 1990, eight, eight, 1998,
2: he did it, yeah. And he was, uh, how old was that then? I thought we have to do a conversion. 50. Yeah.
4: But I went I went up because I parked it up, up here four hours. Where, 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 where I worked. And um, yeah, I think he did just under four hours back then. But yeah, he I, did. Went up, I went up yeah. to watch. And the, the atmosphere was like, yeah, amazing. It's, I remember. it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was yeah, the. the-
2: Forties,
1: it was maybe 40, then he was forty-five. Carl, what um yeah. what time are you aiming for, mate?
5: Uh, if everything goes well, you know, if the, the wind's in the right direction, then
1: <laughs> it, life's good. <laughs> It'll be
5: two forty-nine, forty-five. Oh, you know, so anywhere between two forty-nine and two fifty-five. Fine. Um, I ran two fifty-three, two fifty-three last year on my own, sort of like a virtual marathon. So, yeah, if I have a good day, I think I could run somewhere between 2.49 and 2.52. You run 2.53 a there, in it? a time trial. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: Mate, the crowd, the crowd will
5: about, take a few minutes yeah, off
0: Yeah.
5: I think Mike has said before, it's all about what you can do on the day. You know, it's all it's all <laughs> very well to talk about what time we've done and what training we've done, but we've got to get
2: out tomorrow and run it. Mike, Enjoy does the it. crowd hold you back a bit at the start? Is, it, is that... <laughs> Is that quite difficult? How does that work? To to be honest, Nathan, I can't can't really speak to
0: that because I ran, mine was during the pandemic here. So we set off in waves. So the elite guys were halfway around by the time, you know, we'd we'd, we'd, we'd reached half. you know, we'd even kicked off. So it's difficult to say. They did not, they didn't impact me at all. There's a bit, so the start where you head out towards Woolwich, like Tick was saying, Steve, you head out towards Woolwich and then you come back along the Thames. It's busy there, but there's no way, you know, there's people holding you up. There's plenty of space to overtake, you know, the roads are wide, so it did who knows this year, but it looks like we're all setting off in separate waves again. So my my missus is setting off an hour after me. So I don't really feel like congestion is going to be a problem.
2: Carl, um, how have you found the other majors at the start? Like, do you do you find that um like you're a bit bunched up and it takes you a while to get into your running? Mm generally
5: one of the one of the best experiences you can have is running the boston marathon because boston almost the entire field has to qualify except for a few charity runners and then they put you in corrals which are parts of waves the corrals a section of runners um, according to your time so i'd run a 303 marathon to qualify and i'm in corral seven wave one and the gun goes everyone in front of you is running faster than you because they're faster. It was an incredible experience because everybody, it's not like Bridge to Brisbane, guys, where you get caught up. Everybody's running at your pace or faster. So from that perspective, it's fine. And the other two majors I did, you put your qualifying time in or your best and they seemed you quite well. So Tokyo, I was only 50 meters from the front where the elites were. Chicago, I was probably 80 meters back. So it's never really been a problem. And tomorrow I'm wave one. Uh, I go at 9.57. I think the elites start at 9.40, I think. Is that right, Mike? They go about
0: 9.40? Sounds about right. I'm in wave two, so it makes sense you starting a bit before me. So it sounds like there's, well, it sounds yeah. quite close, but there's about five minutes between each waves. But yeah, I guess the elites will start off around that 9.40 time, yeah. Yeah. And so um,
5: not, Normally it's okay. If you, if you put your right time in, normally you'll be all right. Uh, yep. And you'll get some free road, but then again, I haven't done London yet, so we'll see.
2: Cole, you were saying that uh, you, you're worried a bit worried about the trains because you've got eight kilometres to get to the start. Mike, how are you getting to the start? <laughs> are you driving up? Uh, well, I could walk.
0: <laughs> yeah, You're on the so course.
2: Aren't you? Okay. So you live in London.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm. I'm bang. I'm in a place called Mile End, so I'm. I'm only. Oh, yeah. I'm only about 100 meters from the the light, the commercial road, which is one of the routes. So, uh, about 34k, I can almost see the kind of 34k mark on the on the marathon. Um, that's my mate. My mate manages a pub, and it's on that road at 34k. So my family are going to be all camped out, camped out there. So oh,
2: good spot to yeah. have. We'd be drunk by the time you get bust, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So, Carl, what, uh, Carl? What are you? Uh, have you got a strategy to get to the start? What's the? Uh, you gonna Uber it or? Yeah, well, yeah. The, the rail strikes.
5: I'm not quite sure because there's three rail systems here. There's, I think it, is it right, Mike? There's, overground, underground, and DLR. Um, Where are you, Carl? I'm not sure who. Stri- I'm. I'm at Tower Hill, so I've actually booked a. I've booked a car to pick me up at six forty-five to take me straight to the start. So, I can cancel that if the rail strikes don't
0: yeah I think you'll be fine mate. There's no problem with the tube. so your your Tower Hill yeah, um I'll anyway, I won't hijack the the podcast or anything, but
2: That's right. maybe That's I'll
0: I, I, I can send you some some info on how to how to get there. You want to be going to Greenwich so yeah you're probably good just walking to London Bridge, so just crossing crossing the bridge, going to London bridge and then it's a couple of stops to Greenwich on the Jubilee line. There's no issues with the tubes tomorrow.
5: So you can go to the tube all the way to Greenwich, can
0: you? Yeah, uh, yeah. So you'd ha- you'd have to do a bit of a walk to London Bridge, but you just cross the bridge from where you are at Tower Hill. So you cross Tower Tower Bridge, even no problem. Jump on the jump on the tube there, uh, and then yeah, straight to Greenwich, no stops. You'll see people going anyway. You can just follow the crowd. It's absolutely mad. You know, you'll see everybody in their alpha flies thank and beta flies, and uh, yeah, you just follow them.
2: Yeah, spot a man and run it tomorrow morning. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they'll be the only ones yeah. wearing alpha flies and alpha flies. Yeah,
0: thank yeah. you. Yeah. What shoes are you in, Carl? what What are the What are the guys that are running sub three in? Are you in the alpha flies? I'm in the the, ne-
5: the next percent next next percent version two. So, I yeah, they'll certainly yeah. help me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah, uh, what yeah, time are the, you going for,
0: Mike? About three
1: twenty-five. Oh, nice. And what are you what shoes?
0: I'm wearing the Alpha flies, but not the latest Kipchoge ones. Uh, uh, they're very orange. The, yeah, they are very. But mine are very, mine are very luminous yellow. So um, <laughs> yeah, each each to their own. I got them in a sale recently when Nike released the new ones. They dropped the price of the other ones. So what did you get them for? Yeah.
2: Uh, 150, 150 quid so what's that about two that's what we were paying about 220 mm. was it two to one or is it like about,
0: yeah,
5: about 1.6 to one no no 1. 1.5 is around there a
2: bit
0: More. yeah i ran in the vapor flies last year and they were great no no issues no blisters anything like that but i thought uh for the longer distance uh yeah i should get a pair of the alpha flies and when they're in the sale yeah. Yeah.
2: They're...
4: So um so I'll ask me,
2: I think... Mike...
1: oh. Sorry, we've got a bit of a delay on the internet. Mike... It, we keep talking over Carl, but it's because you're
5: Mike a... a course question, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure.
5: yeah, Mike, I mean, I'm staying at Tower Hill, so near Tower Bridge. Seems to be a heck of a headwind there as you come down Upper Thames Street. Is that what you found last last year? As you come yeah on the Thames towards Buckingham Palace?
0: I mean, to, to be honest, everything's hurting by that stage, Carl. So, you know, the wind, your feet, yeah. your hamstrings, whatever it is, it's hard to it's hard to pull out one thing. But there definitely is a bit of a, a wind that goes west to east uh, along the Thames. So it is a bit of a headwind. I'll tell you where I felt it worse is in Canary Wharf. So that's around mile 18. So you so swing up. Open. Yeah, oh, it, it creates wind tunnels where you've got the big tall buildings. They're cramming runners through yeah. them. And the wind's coming from all sorts of different directions. So I'd be say, prepared to be around mile 18 to be blown blown around a, a little bit. So as you swing across Tower yeah. Bridge, that's <laughs> around halfway. And then you head out on Whopping towards Canary Wharf. As soon as you start seeing the, they're not really skyscrapers, but the taller buildings of the, the financial district, just bear in mind there's some wind coming there. Um, but there is a yeah. bit of a headwind okay. along the Thames. It just depends how, how it is on the on the day.
1: Thank you. Oh, we, should, um, we should catch up with you both next week mm. to um, get a bit of a recap. Yeah, sure. Of how well, our plan
2: is that we're going we're gonna to do our normal podcast tomorrow before the marathon because it will be about 7 p.m. our time. And then we'll do a recap next week of the marathon. Um, and then uh, if you guys are around or uh, able to jump on or even if we can catch you at a different time, it'd uh, be good to get you see how you go and uh yeah. obviously the listeners you know um how uh, you've gone in uh in the london but um what's your sure. training been like uh let's start with you mike what um you know you, you saying you work nine to five but um how many sort of clock you're in miles aren't you so we'll do a quick 1.6 modification Not conversion but to be honest, I'm in the k's as well. So it's, it's kind
0: of varied, varied for me. I'm probably running on average around 50 K a week. So a little bit lower than odds I'd, I'd like really, but it's definitely ramped up over the marathon training as well. So yeah, that's about what I'm running. Um, yeah. Big round on the weekend and then like yeah, some the, intervals this, in the week. Yeah, exactly that. I've been trying to extend the intervals. Whereas, you know, pre-marathon I might be doing ten by fours. Um, I've been trying to do a bit, you know, five by a mile, five by one k's, uh, a little bit as well. I've been using the park run as a bit of a tempo run um, as well. So there's a park run about 50 meters from my my flat door. Um, so I've been doing that a lot. And there's one a couple of miles down the road that's the fastest in the UK. So I dusted the old Alpha flies off for a little bit of a blast on that last last week uh, and ran a PB. So, yeah, I've been been doing a blend, trying to get that long run in, trying to be doing a few intervals, but really just been trying to be consistent and run slow and low. Really, no injuries um,
2: and crank up the mileage a little bit. What's your what's your park run uh, PB? If you don't mind us asking.
0: Well, no, no. Last Saturday I ran a nineteen twenty one. Oh, yeah, Good so, run, mate.
1: Well done. That's good.
0: Well, a, a year a year ago, I remember doing the park run. So this is why I said I'm I'm not sure how I'm going to run tomorrow. You know, a lot of things need to slot into place during a marathon. But I remember running the park run pre-London last year, and I was running about just a bit under 21. So I really should be. I'm in much better shape. I know it's yeah. a 5K, and we're talking 42 and a bit, but the signs are good. So let let's see.
1: Way right. fitter.
2: And Carl, yeah. how, what's your training been like? Obviously, you've had to you've uh... Ship out from England, uh, up to Australia to England, yeah. and that's, that's a long old. It's a couple of long flights, isn't it? That second flight, that thirteen odd hours. Yeah, it's a, it's big, a bit of a killer.
5: Yeah, it's a, it's a big challenge that international travel with your training as well. But mine, I sit between about a hundred and hundred and twenty k a week. Yeah, really worked this this um, marathon and get him a ten k time down to the Gold Coast half. We so got my ten k time time down. I did a lot of. Yeah, VO2 max, tempo running, lactate threshold work as well and kept my long runs up and then had a three-week taper. So, I mean, I'd be reasonably happy with the training. Um, and, yeah, we'll see how we go tomorrow.
2: And how, uh, when did you get out to England? How long
5: ago? Uh, the 16th of September. Yeah, okay. so two weeks. We've been here two weeks. Oh, yeah. I generally need a, at least a week. Your body takes about a week, if not a bit more, to adjust to the time zone.
2: I catch up with that sleep
5: loss. Yeah, everything feels harder in that first week because your body's, you know, you're running at what is three in the morning in Australia at times. And, you know, it's it's very difficult. Your sleep's not regulated and you just don't get good quality sleep. And that really
4: impacts what you can do. Are you going to have a holiday afterwards, Carl? No, we had
5: two weeks before. So we, we had a week in London. And then yeah, went to okay. Paris for my wife's birthday and then we yeah. came back this week, um, for the marathon. So we go home next
4: Tuesday. Yeah. okay. So so I'm, not, I'm not
5: really in a good state after marathon to be doing sightseeing. So I <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <enjoy> <laughs> Carl, mate, I've got a couple of questions for you to just let you, um, just talk because your yeah. internet is a bit of a delay and we keep jumping in over you. But, um, mate, what did you get your 10 K time down to and, um, what would you say is the most important thing in a marathon prep for you? Is it the long run or is there a certain session that you do? And also, after all that, give your, um, your uh, personal training thing a plug as well, your running training.
0: Yeah, sure, sure.
5: Yeah, so I mean, I got my 10K time down to, I did 35.57 at Bridge to Brisbane, which was a, I think a touch short. They call it 36.10. So I'm there, you know, I'm about three to four minutes under that 40-minute mark, which I'm trying to run tomorrow for the pace. Um, The marathon training schedule, a few important sessions, but for me, my tempo run is the most important session of the week. So tempo is basically an uncomfortable, comfortable pace or effort between your 10K and your half-marathon effort that you're running just below your lactic threshold. So what you're doing there is you're pushing your lactic threshold faster and faster. can hold the pace for longer yeah the the reason why kip chogi can run an unbelievable marathon you look at his 10k split and that's not much different to his personal best really it's quite close Is because he's got a really high lactic threshold that's the reason why um so the tempo run for me is and for the athletes i coach for the marathon is the most important session of the week and that's not to discount the long run which is very important as well all the other speed sessions we do if I have a single one out, if you're trying to run a particular time as a marathon runner, the tempo session is is the most important. How long
2: would a tempo session yeah. be? What would that include? Would it be like uh, you're doing one, 1K one efforts or 2K efforts or just 5K at a faster pace and then a K recovery, With, yeah. another
5: 5K? It's it's minute-based training. What I do is minute-based training. So I, I start at 20 minutes and go up to 40 minutes. You, you generally don't, it's important not to go longer than 40 minutes because tempo running in its true form, which is the true definition of what I just said then, when you're running just on the electric threshold, um, it is quite fatiguing um, and therefore you don't get past 40 minutes. So the most I did was 40 minutes in the hills around uh, where I live. Um, and it's important to hold that correct effort, but you're not going flat out. It, it, it's about... 18 seconds or so slower per K than your 5K time trial, So roughly that sort of effort.
1: Yeah, sure. So, I'm so you working, working hard.
5: Yeah, you, you're working hard, but, you know, it's not really hard. You know, that's the important thing. Um, and generally, for people of, of my sort of speed, it, we, we talk about the fact that if you can hold the effort for one hour, keep asking yourself, can I hold this for one hour? that's about your, your tempo effort. So between your 10K and your, your half marathon effort. Um, yeah. And In regards to start running, stay running, yeah, start running, stay running. The whole reason why um, I started it was because I wanted to help people experience the profound benefits that running can provide. Yeah, the, the physical, the emotional, the mental benefits of a regular running program are just profound. So I coach runners. I have a zero to 5K program. I've coached runners to break three hours for the marathon, to break four hours for the marathon. Um, It's something I absolutely enjoy. I get a huge buzz out of coaching um, other people. And um, it's just wonderful to have the opportunity to help runners experience the benefits that all of us know what they are. And um, I'm constantly inspired by the athletes I
2: I coach. We'll put a link in the um, podcast description so
4: for listeners they want to um Yeah, okay. Thank to, you. I want to jump in. Uh, yeah. uh Carl, have you got any runners that you coach running the London marathon as well or? No, I haven't.
5: No. No. no.
4: I've got two two, Melbourne, aren't they?
5: Uh, runners I coach who run running the Melbourne Map Melbourne marathon, oh, yeah, about uh,
1: twelve
5: hours <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Who's that? Who is yep. that Stephen Butcher or are they doing the
5: half? Uh, um Anthony Middleton and James Laird.
1: They should go well.
2: That's quite a late start when you think about it, isn't it? Like nearly ten o'clock in the morning for a marathon. We sort of but it will be cooler because we're in Australia, like ten o'clock in the morning, even in spring now, would be pretty pretty roasting. So this is
5: that's that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. And what you have to realize during international marathon, you've got all these factors. You've got the travel, like I spoke about before, the jet lag. You've got the later start. So if you're getting up at five o'clock. Um, I often have a double breakfast because I'm I'm eating at five mm. if I get up that early. For Boston, you have to get a six o'clock bus out, and so you you have to get your nutrition, your hydration right on the morning because it's yeah. a, we're used to getting up for the Gold Coast Marathon. Yeah, like o'clock six, start, You eh? might get up at four o'clock.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah. Don't don't, so your, park runs Os- Os- don't your park runs in all. park runs Os- in start at six a.m. or something like ah, seven.
4: Seven. 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 Right. seven yes. Yeah,
0: it's all 9am here. You wouldn't, get,
4: you wouldn't no. see anybody in London getting out of bed at 7am. <laughs> if they are, there, if you usually see someone out on the streets, usually they're going home after a night Yeah,
2: it's, exactly. <laughs> that was funny, because well, when I went, I was just in Paris a few weeks back, and I went for a little run like, God, oh, it was like, I don't know. I left a bit later, so it was nearly 7am. And I, the only people I really saw were people cleaning up or people still coming home from a night out sitting on park benches still in their party gear so was, um, yeah Paris is a def, uh, definite uh, in summer they do get up a, a lot later for sure yeah, yeah good
1: stuff oh well thanks heaps for chatting to us boys we'll um
4: you're welcome we'll try and Thank catch you. us
1: one day next we'll week bit, or something
4: we'll try look out for you on the uh, tv
1: yeah what are your numbers <laughs> can you can you track your numbers
0: yeah, Steve. I'll, yeah, I'll send can't
1: you can't it. I'll send you it on it. Go on, Carl. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll oh, that. what's your number? Be what's your number? Do you know? Uh, hang yeah. on, Steve. I'll tell
0: you. Have you got the Have you got the app, Carl? They've got this fancy new app this year that yeah, you can uh, uh, yeah. You can track everyone on.
1: Oh, what's it oh, called? It. Download it. Uh, there.
0: It's the I think it's just the TCS oh, London yeah. Marathon. Yeah,
1: come up straight away. London Marathon. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: awesome. I'm I
2: can track um, you. three five nine got...
0: zero. I'm three five nine zero seven.
2: Okay, that's Carl. Cool. Yep. Yeah. And what are you, Mike? Yeah. One second. If I
0: have, uh... ah, it's not working. I'll send it to Steve. Steve, I'll send it to you. Yeah. On, straight, to... Mate.
1: Awesome.
2: Track we'll have a look at we'll track you. there you go excellent
1: what's the uh, what's the pre-race meal tonight both of you?
0: pasta I'm sick of pasta I'm absolutely <laughs> sick of it I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to something else i will be pasta you're
2: going to have a burger and a beer tomorrow yeah. afterwards oh with me. definitely yours
1: pasta too yeah, Carl same with me.
5: P- pasta, pasta tonight yeah
1: safe eh? playing it safe <laughs> yeah you got it <laughs> You got it. Awesome. Oh, thanks, heaps,
2: boys. Thank for, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. We're trying to hook up with you next uh next week, maybe see where you're at. And uh, yeah, lock okay, lock all the right. podcast. So see you later. Uh,
1: yeah, thanks for coming yeah. on nice. and good luck. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. I hope so it all goes go smoothly. I hope there's no wind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. See you guys guys. Legends. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Legend. Bye bye.
2: Right. You stand on, Steve
1: oh yeah might as well
2: yeah, yeah. well you can stop recording now can you or not
1: uh, that, does that end does that end the whole thing nah, i think it'll just go to oh, i can pause it hang on oh i could yeah there Yeah, hang on